0: Chapter 83 of The Social War of 1900, or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Social War of 1900, or The Conspirators and Lovers, by Simon Landis. Chapter 83 Dr. Juno Writes to His Lucinda. Dr. Juno ordered that it should be kept a secret that these hostages, the four generals, were alive, until such time as he saw fit to permit its publication. He said, Let the enemy think that we have shot them as well as the common soldiers. He now wrote the following letter to his beloved Lucinda. Headquarters of the Army of the Naturalists, December blank, 19 blank. My dearly beloved Lucinda, I have great cause to thank God and the working people for the advancement of our cause. I have just taken many prisoners, and amongst them four of the greatest generals that this country can produce. I did not shoot the latter, but wisely retained them, my darling, for hostages, because I may some day fall into the enemy's hands, and I will here say that I expect some immense fighting shortly, and whilst I have it kept a secret that I have not shot the generals, I wish you to keep posted in all that transpires. And should your father, myself, or other naturalists be taken prisoners, I desire that you at once execute the plan that I have left to your hands, and should they kill me, do not despair, my most precious darling, but carry out my will, as you have it with you. The secret order of naturalists will obey you to the letter in carrying it out. I do not wish to distress you, sweet angel but you know I am amongst the army, and often in the thick of battle. But the angels guard the soul of man who proves faithful to God's cause. Should I never see you more, which, however, I hope to do, be assured that as my spirit liveth it shall whisper comfort into your soul, and when you come home, where parting shall be no more, we will have cause to praise God with such delight that the supremest joys will quicken and eternally magnify our great love for Him and one another. We do not die, but simply go to our Father, who is in Heaven, when the Spirit leaves this mortal coil. And I do not fear Him who can destroy my body, but cannot harm soul or spirit. I dress like a common soldier when in battle, but on other occasions I wear my uniform as general. I am well and in excellent spirits. Be of good cheer, and give my love to all who may honour me sufficiently to inquire after my health. And, most dear angel, keep a mountain of my warmest gushing affection for your holy self. Farewell, and may Heaven smile upon us all, and upon our enemies, and upon those particularly who I am compelled to send hence so speedily. From your own faithful, Victor. Headquarters of the Army of the Naturalists, January blank, 19. blank. My precious darling, I hastily take my pencil to write you particulars of the state of our position and the intention of the enemy. I have just heard from three naturalists who are in the conspirators' army, and whilst we are never entrenching ourselves very strongly, we have on this occasion thrown up strong breastworks, but we shall to-morrow morning, at six o'clock sharp, go for the enemy, and your father, General Gossimer, and myself shall be in the heat of battle until we win the day or die on the field. Our three spies say that the enemy is making its best effort to whip us, and if they fail this time all is over with them. But if they win they expect to retaliate and rout us and speedily end the war. They do not know what we know, do they, precious dear? They have three men to one of ours, still that is nothing. But if you hear that we lose, arouse the naturalists all over the Union. Do it, anyway, as soon as you receive this letter. The orthodox army is awfully demoralized, and many of their officers are fashionable topers, who are setting a bad example to their men. But with us it is otherwise. Considering then that we are clear-headed, and they nearly all intoxicated who can doubt what the result will be? Still we may lose the battle. At any rate, this is to be the fiercest butchery that was ever fought on American soil. Arouse the naturalists and fear nothing, my sweet dear. Trust to God and the right and all will be well. Farewell, darling. I remain until death your own victor. Terrace Garden, January 9, 1900 My own dear Victor, I received your last letter about an hour ago, and whilst I am no coward, still I am afraid that sooner or later you will fall into the enemy's hands, when they will shoot you in retaliation. I do not wish to lose you and live myself. Should you be killed, I promise you that I will instantly take your place and fight to the death. I am not revengeful, but I am sure that you are in the right. And as I love you, equally so do I love the cause for which you have jeopardized your precious life a thousand times. And when you are gone, what have I to love or live for but that which you loved, lived, and died for? The Orthodox community are fairly in a foam about your black flag proclamation and its execution on the field of conflict. They denounce you in the strongest terms that language can express and if they are not afraid of the working people and naturalists, they would set a reward of millions on your head. I assure you, most precious Victor, that I am and have continually been arousing the naturalists in an effectual manner, and I am making hundreds of converts to our cause daily. If you are the head in the field of battle, I am the head in the field of conversion. Trust me with anything that may aid you, and I will at it with a vim." Precious Victor, please write to me as often as you can, for I am awfully anxious to hear from you personally, although I am very busy in arranging regiment after regiment, which I fill up by my secret workings and by lecturing in public. I suppose you will feel astonished at this, but I cannot be idle and grieve, like too many women who would do under similar circumstances, whilst I am capable of practically helping you and the great cause of mankind. I find a woman can do more than a man to arouse the sympathies of thinking minds, and, although several attempts were made to insult me when I was addressing large audiences, your friends soon settled the unruly members. I am now fully called for, therefore excuse my abrupt closing, but accept my warmest love and believe me to your own most affectionate Lucinda." End of chapter 83